Welcome to Remolations, where your hosts, I'm Mindy, and I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week I'm sharing one of my dreams about air fryers, <laughs> dangerous escalators, and my favorite, champagne. Ooh-hoo, champs. And we're reading Catnaps, our favorite segment. Love it. All right, besties. So let's get started. Woo! <laughs> it's been so long since we've recorded because we did all like those pre-done ones out of before commission. you left. Yeah, I know. It's I like, missed you. I missed recording. I was so excited for today. I was so excited. I was like, yay, we get to do it. It's been so long. I mean, I know, I know we've done this right amount, but... We haven't done it in so long. Right. Because we pre-recorded all the episodes while you were on vacation, but now you're back and now we get to talk about your vacation and the dreams have been pouring in. So I've just been like sitting on these so excited to like oh, share. Oh my God. Yes. I'm so happy about that. But today is one of those fun episodes. We love it when Mindy shares one of her <laughs> dreams. It's my absolute favorite time of year. <laughs> <laughs> like or a week or... <laughs> Every t- favorite time of... Well, I was going to say month, but... That sounds unfortunate. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so <laughs> I've been sitting on this dream of mine for a while because this was a <laughs> while ago, but I think this was like maybe like November time frame. What? I know, but there's so many good ones. I ha- oh, I, I is, know. You it's have hard a plethora. To you have a plethora of dreams, so Go it's ahead, not like bro. it's timely. It's not like it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> dreams are timeless. <laughs> no, yeah, you're fine. But it has a nice nod to shopping, so everyone loves shopping. <sighs> mm-hmm. Retail therapy is the best therapy. And you know I've tried it all. I've tried <laughs> all it all, but retail's still my favorite. <laughs> Reiki, regular therapy. You have the hydrotherapy. Retail the- therapy is still my absolute favorite. <laughs> I can I completely agree. Okay. <laughs> so it starts. <laughs> You're laughing Sorry. already. I know, because I know it's going to be good. <laughs> Okay. All right. Here we go with my dream. All right. The dream starts and I'm shopping at a department store in the mall. Mm. I come across an air fryer priced at $79. (laughs) A steal. That's a steal. (laughs) I I remember thinking it was a little, (laughs) it was a little (laughs) expensive, but it was a good idea to get one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think that's a good deal. And I'm sure you would use it a lot. I'm sure I would. But it was an especially good deal considering all the extras it came with. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have a feeling these are going to be some unique extras. <laughs> how, did, how did you know? I don't know. <laughs> it comes with spices. Okay. Jars of candy. Oh. And a bar cart. Best air fryer ever. <laughs> as soon as I saw the bar cart, I was sold. <laughs> so I'm like, yep, I'm getting this air fryer. So... I'm on the top floor of this department store, but then I realize I have to go to the bottom level to pay. So I place the air fryer on top of the bar cart and wheel it over to the escalator. <laughs> oh, no. What are you going to do now, though? It's an escalator. Exactly. This is an Ikea where you get to put your little cart on the side, oh, the cart escalator. That'd love be Ikea. no problem. I love Ikea, too. Nope. Instead, I thought it was a good idea to put the whole bar cart on the escalator with me. Woo! Okay, here we go. <laughs> I get on the escalator with ease. But halfway down, the bar cart starts getting stuck, and I'm being pushed down. Imagine that. I'm trying not to fall because it seems everyone is watching me. <laughs> Luckily, I compose myself right as I get to the bottom and walk off the escalator like nothing happened. Good. Congrats. So me. Do not bring attention. No, I don't want attention brought to me, please. Giant bar cart on, Can a, you imagine? on an escalator. No one's looking as you trip and fall. No, completely good. Okay. So I get to the bottom of the escalator and there is a saleswoman. Rando. Saleswoman. Rando. Here's the rando in the dream. <laughs> they always come up. She pours me a glass of champagne to celebrate my purchase. That's so nice. Which is strange because I actually technically haven't bought it yet. <laughs> but right. I've never been the one to turn down champagne. So I'm like, nope. sure, I'll take Sounds it. great. Please, I'll take a Please second Please and class. thank you. <laughs> so Rando saleswoman starts telling me one piece of my package is missing from the box. Oh, it was no. one of the jars of candy. 
which is what you need with an air fryer. So <laughs> right. this is a big deal. <laughs> and I, but I said, it's okay. And I'd still like to purchase the air fryer slash bar cart combo because it seemed still like a really good deal for the price. I agree. One missing jar of candy should not stop you from that deal. <laughs> um, and I think you're the same way as I am. We grew up in the Midwest and when you get a good deal on something, don't you have to don't you have to like just tell people what you got it for? Um yeah. I'm and, I had Is this a, the Midwest a, thing or is this like an uh, tell us Bessie's right in let us know. Do you yeah. if you get something at a good price and someone compliments you on it? Do you say, oh, thanks, this dress was, I got it for $14 on clearance at Marshall's. Do you Always. say that? Always. Oh, I do. I do. Because I had this coat. It was this beautiful pink, like, winter coat, and people would compliment me, and I'm like, I've had it for five years, and it cost me $3. And Wow. I, I, <laughs> it's like 20 cents a year. I got it on eBay, and I'm like, oh, nice. and it, it was like a Kelvin Klein coat or something, and I was like, yeah. so, I mean, people probably didn't even compliment me, and I just was, like, tapping them on the shoulder, like, hey, hey. Do you like my coat? Three dollars out of five years. <laughs> it's less that is than a good dollar a year. Right there. <laughs> that holds its value more than a new car. Oh my god, you got to get a coat on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so talking of good deals, getting yes. back to our story here. Um, <laughs> even though that jar of candy was missing from the box, I said, you know, it's still a good deal, and I still want it. Yeah. She then informs me that with the bar cart. One of the bar rail, like the spill mats, you know, when you go to a yeah. bar and there's like those spill mats. One of the spill mats it came with was in the dishwasher. And so, um, <laughs> so I didn't seem used? Too, yes, I didn't seem too surprised by this. And so I told her I'd wait for it to be done washing. Sure, that makes sense. But it's at this point I realized this department store looks a lot like Pier 1, but I also noticed there's a very busy restaurant in the store <laughs> on this level. Okay, so this is like a legit Big town department store oh, that yeah, has it talking. all. Yeah, okay. for sure. So the backside of the bar is facing me, and I see the bartender is busy working. And I spot <laughs> the open dishwasher, and I see my missing bar mat in there. Did you go grab it? Well, <laughs> it looks like it's done washing. <laughs> so realizing I'm in a bit of a hurry at this point, instead of waiting, I just want to grab it myself. Sure. So... I waited for the right moment. Who has time? Who has time for a whole dishwashing cycle? Just, no one. Come on. No just one. Give me my damn purchase. Just hand wash it for Christ's sake. I'm already missing the candy. I can't miss the bar mat. Then it doesn't uh, become such a good deal. That is not a good deal. Depends on what kind of candy it is, really. That's mm, the key. Point. I think if I remember, it was just like candy jars, like different kinds of candy. Like you look oh. at a wedding, you know how they have like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. candy buffets? Oh, love it. was it. like jars mm-hmm. of different kinds of candy. Okay. Well, so missing one is just fine. The missing one was fine. There was other ones. But I didn't <laughs> want to leave without my bar mat. And I don't so <laughs> I decided to grab it myself and I waited for the right moment when the rando sales lady wasn't looking and the bartender had his back turned. <laughs> so I sneak over the dishwasher to take my missing bar mat and I get up close. Why are you even, like I you're know, cracking up? I know because I'm picturing it in my head like you like tiptoeing <laughs> and like looking like behind his shoulder. Like is she looking? Why was I so concerned about this? Right, the you purchased it. You purchased it. It's your well, property. Technically, I have not purchased it yet. Oh god, this I have is not. taking a long time to purchase. Too. But I did have champagne, so I was probably feeling a little more. Ballsy than normal. You had some liquid courage. I did. (laughs) You're cracking. Okay, so I sneak over and I get up close and I notice there are like five different bar mats in the dishwasher. Oh, shit. All different shapes and all different (laughs) sizes. And so at this point, I'm not sure which one is mine. And I was afraid if I took the wrong one, the security alarm would go off when I left the store. So I decided to wait until someone brought it back to me. So I I aborted a mission. I'm like, "Mm, no, can't. Gotta wait. You're like me. I get too nervous like my brother <laughs> had me sneak into a movie once and i like really? almost had a heart attack like i Tell was me. so i was so sure they were gonna bust me and he's like just walk with confidence and so I'm like, the question is did you buy a ticket for one movie and then go into a second movie yes or did, did you completely sneak by no, okay no, no. we okay. paid and we got, got snacks it. so i feel Fine. like that's fair but i Agreed. had this red coat on it was winter and i was so sure that everyone would notice me in this red coat going from one side of the theater to the other and he's going just 
relax. And I'm like, I'm going to get a totally like, see you freaking out. And this is, you know, not so long ago. Like, oh, full-blown okay. adults. <laughs> I shouldn't have been, like, in my 30s, like, should not have been this nervous. And still, the, it's still The real me. question is, is what movies did you see? Okay, so it was a Christmas day, and oh. we saw, mm-hmm. okay, and this could be wrong, but this is what I think it was. The Fighter, um, the okay. David O. Russell, Russell film with Christian Bale and Mark Wahlberg, and then Black Swan. Oh, hashtag, what is Christian Bale dream of? Please. <laughs> well done. Um, I'm sure they're definitely dreaming of you. Oh, Natalie, thank you so much. They yeah. have to be. They're like, of who course. is this woman in my dream? She's a rando. This She's a rando. That's in a red coat that sneaks in to see my movie because she loves me so much. <laughs> that's the one mm-hmm. that I'm going to dream about and fantasize tonight. I'm sure. You're right. Nice You're job right. on that. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait. We Oh, so what? Oh, what was the second movie? Black Swan. Oh, Ugh, yeah. Very which, good. Which is I, deep and dark. and it, I did not care for it, actually. Mm. Which, you know, you sh- people were surprised because it's like critically acclaimed, but I just thought it was too much of a mess. Brooke says no. <laughs> Brooke says no. And I know I'm probably in the minority with this one. The fighter, awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, so we're both not good at breaking rules. No. Nope. We can tell. Anyways, so I decided to wait to, for someone to bring the bar mat to me. But then Rando sales lady begins talking to me again. She said, there's another cheaper version of the air fryer I might be interested in. Oh, an even better deal? So I followed her to take a look. <laughs> this one was a black air fryer for $59. Wait, what color was the other one? Wait a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this one was $20 cheaper than the original one I had picked out. Right. But this cheaper version did not have all the bells and whistles and attachments and did not have the bar cart like the one I originally picked out. Deal breaker. Right? But (laughs) at this point, I realized I didn't take a look at the color of the one I had chosen. So I look. It was bright red. Love it. You gotta go for the original. (laughs) I remember thinking in my dream, it didn't match my kitchen. But then again, it was a much better deal than the cheaper one that she was trying to sell me. So I'm like, I can deal with a red. I'll take it. I love a red kitchen appliance. I don't know why. Uh, my kitchen's mostly blues and grays. So like to have a red, I just knew it, wouldn't come, it wasn't going to match. But hell, it came with a bar cart. So the bar cart alone the, makes it the, worth the 20 extra bucks. Right? So I told her no thanks. I wanted <laughs> to keep the original one I chose. But then she got really close to me and whispered. Oh, God. You made the right choice because the one you picked has the name of a very famous chef on it. And I oh. look at it again, closer this time. And sure enough, there was a chef's name on there. Here's what I remember. It started with a D, and it was about seven and nine letters long, but I didn't recognize who it was. Was that one name, nine letters long? Like Not a last a- name, seven to oh. nine letters long. Starts with a D. Okay. So I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I nodded to her and pretended like I was impressed by it, but I didn't know who it was. The sales lady also informed me at this point the one I chose was the latest model, and she doesn't oh. usually like to share all this information up front so honestly, but she was letting mm. me know I made the right choice. And she had to get very close to you and whisper it? She had to whisper it. Like, it was yeah, like a that's, secret. That's a little <laughs> uncomfortable for my um, air frying purchase taste. <laughs> Why does it have to be that difficult? I just want this. Just let I me mean, check out. It's been way too tried, long now. You've been trying to purchase this 17 times now. I've like, drank my champagne. One. I'm ready to move on and put it in you my house. You know the bar mat's done. You just didn't know which <laughs> one it was. Like, Can someone just grab just, it? Just take my goddamn money and let me go home. <laughs> right. So at this point, I'm noticing I'm still holding my champagne glass. <laughs> but I can't find anywhere to put this empty glass down. Put it on the bar cart. <laughs> I, would have been the, I wish I was that savvy in my dream. I, re- I spent the next five minutes just wandering oh, no. the store looking for a place to put my champagne glass. <laughs> I mean, I could have put it on the floor. I just was wandering around like every shelf is taken. It's full. I don't – where am I going to put this sh- – I should have just stole it. You know my affinity for stealing barware. I know. That would have been one, one more for the collection. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in my dream, I'm starting to get annoyed. And I realize it's time I should pay and leave. But without being able to find a place to put my glass down, it was very difficult to do so. I could only imagine the frustration. (laughs) So I finally get to the checkout counter. Finally. (laughs) And I notice there's some sort of demonstration going on. Oh, no. Like an infomercial. 
for this air fryer or something totally no, different? No, no. Oh. This is completely different. There was a rando guy in his mid-20s show, showing he can do a standing back tuck while holding 75-pound disc weights. Whoa, that is quite a demonstration. One each hand, and he did it successfully. Holy so he just, shit. Like, there, like, it just, totally, totally worth watching that. It Even was. if it made more time onto <laughs> your already very time-consuming purchase. So everyone around him cheered. And then the guy says there was an alternate method to do this, which was harder. He put the weights together like a sandwich, one hand on top of the other, with the weights in between him. What? And he did another successful trick of, of standing back tuck, holding these weights, which were now now 75 plus 75, what's that, 150? But yeah. 150 pounds of weights. Just, like, can you explain to our besties out there how Mindy's I'm holding got, my hands? Mindy's got one hand on top of the other. So her elbows straight out to the sides, like her hands under her chin, one on top of the other. That's yes. what the weights are. That's how he was holding it. But it was so <laughs> weird. That was so specific. There was two ways to do this. Anyways, he does it. He does it successfully. Was he selling these weights or what was the I don't demonstration? Know, you know what? Then I woke up. I didn't ah! get my damn purchase done. I got sucked into an infomercial. I'm so frustrated for you. <laughs> that was that was the dream. God damn it. I thought it was going to be like I got home. It was great. Uh, or nope. something. No. Di- no. I mean, sucked it took you 75 minutes to even get to the register. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost died on the escalator. It was one of those dreams that was just so frustrating. Very challenging. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if any of our listeners have an idea what my dream might mean, please write in the show. If we think it's something close or something fun, we'll go ahead and share it on one of our episodes. So, Hey, did do you have an air fryer in real life? I don't. I don't have an air fryer, which I think is oh, interesting. But uh, Mark and I were just talking. One. We should get one. So, Yeah, Chad tried to convince me to get one because we were out to dinner and I said, I got to eat my fries first because they don't reheat. And he's like, if you had an air fryer, they would. And I'm like... I order French fries once in a very great while, and you want me to buy an entire <laughs> air fryer? It takes up counter space. <laughs> that I might get French fries somewhere in the future. <laughs> I mean, I get it. So our oven has an air fry setting, but Ooh. it's not like the same. It's that's, not. That's pretty nifty. It's nifty, but it's not the same, I don't think, as an air fryer. I get it. I get Mark it was well. just talking this week, which is weird because this dream was from like November, that this was just something he was talking about this week, how we should get one. Did you – have you shared this dream with him? No. Oh, my God. That so is so totally real. So it, it actually reminded me to bring up this dream and share it. So. Can I tell you something what else is really weird? Always. Why I asked yes. you the color. Mm-hmm. Because last year for Christmas, Chad and I gave his mom a red – air fryer for get out i'm not even joking that is crazy i know oh my god that's so so i guess it would have been like a month before we gave it to her when you had this dream wow yeah this was after we i think right when we started the podcast around there yeah Yeah. oh my god crazy time flies insane well thank you mindy for sharing that dream and of course we love everyone's dreams not just mindy's Although I have a strong preference towards Mindy's. Just kidding. <laughs> I love all of the dreams and we love your support. So keep those dreams coming to us at remolations at gmail.com. And any other dreams, stories, or topics you might like us to talk about, we'd like to hear it all. Well, we know when Mindy shares a dream, we also have one of our favorite segments, catnaps. I love catnaps. These are I love catnaps wonderful. too. Our first catnap comes from our good friend, Dan, from the UK. Who hey, is- Dan. Yay. Hi, Dan. Welcome back. He's, he's given us lots of good stuff in the past, so thank you. Mm-hmm. It's short and sweet, but, you know, it's a classic. And I just love the fact that he, like, answered our call to action because he said, you asked for more dreams from people that included food. And so I was like, thanks, Dan. Thanks for providing yes. this. Um, so, again, like I said, short and sweet, but classic. One of my earliest childhood dreams I can remember was being on a quiz show where I'd get a pie in the face for each wrong answer. And that's it. Yum. <laughs> that's it. I was like, um, maybe I'd get some wrong for that. Like, it sounds like a sitcom, but... <laughs> I'll do it on purpose. I'll do it on purpose. Here's a funny story. So, side, yeah. side note, sidebar. Of course. So, in Iowa, there is this um, amusement park called Adventureland. And... <laughs> 
Brooks nodding. She knows what I'm talking about. And it's not a huge amusement park, but it's, you know, an amusement park that's got roller coasters and carousels and Ferris wheels and like everything that a normal amusement park would have. Yeah. They also had a game show there. And so... They did? They did. And so every... Every summer, every other summer, my my parents would take me to take me and my younger sister because this is probably when I was about eleven, twelve, and she was probably like six or seven. Okay. Um, would take us to Adventureland, and so there was this game show, and they asked for two volunteers, and so we go up on stage. You and your sister? Yes, we are on stage ah! at the Adventureland game show. So clearly, it's a family friendly game show. Yeah, yeah, but it's, I remember distinctly what the game was. What was it? <laughs> and it's disgusting if you think about it now, <laughs> especially post-COVID. You had to lick a lifesaver and uh, stick as many as you could to the other person's face. Gross. You know what? I know that sounds gross, but I love it because I wonder what type of questions Dan was being asked because I want to know because of the pie in the face. Double dare. Like, yes. I, oh, yeah. Was obsessed with Double Dare. Always wanted to go on Double Dare. Mark Summers. Oh, Mark Summers. So let's let's rewind it a bit for our younger oh. listeners. What is Double Dare? <sighs> Double Dare was a game show on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And it was the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> Double Dare was two families. There was always four mm-hmm. people. And it was a quiz show. But if it went back and forth, like if one family didn't know the answer, the other one got a chance to steal and if it went back, you got to do a physical challenge. And it was mm-hmm. always the best thing. It was always like bringing a bucket of goo to another bucket of goo in a timely manner or whatever. But the best of all was the family that won got to do the obstacle course at the end. Mm-hmm. And I do remember. It was like you had to dig through the, a giant peanut butter and jelly sandwich to find the flag <laughs> or pick through a giant nose to find the flag. Oh, God, Or yes. remember inside the a flags. giant ear. Yes. But it was oh. like, you, it was like, I, I always wanted to be on it. I always wanted to be on it. And I yeah. especially wanted to do the obstacle course at the end. But So it's not quite picking a flag of a nose, but I did lick a bunch of lifesavers and put them to Kelly's face. Did you win? No, we did not. But she, I, I kept telling her, she's like six or seven at the time. I keep telling her, like, move your, move like, your lay head. your head to the side. And then you could just pile it on one side. That's That was the plan, but she just kept, she was getting so excited. It, I do Kelly. have pictures somewhere, and if I do, I'll, I'll post I need them. to see these immediately. I'll post them <laughs> Thanks, Dan, for writing in about your Oh, yeah, drink. we love, we love, and thank you for responding to our, like I said, our call oh. to action. Yes. Okay. What do you got, Mindy? I've got one from Lauren. Lauren writes, I've been having dreams for a few months where I know I'm at my house, although it never looks like my house, Mm -hmm. and there's a fire. I never see the fire. I I just know that there is one. Sometimes I'm trying to remove things from my house to avoid the fire. Other times I'm just standing outside of the house. I've never had this dream any other time in life, but it's been so interesting, and I don't think it's a good omen. Ooh. So she's only had it once? She's just been having it for a few months recently. Oh, recently. So in the last Ooh. few months, it's become reoccurring to her. I don't know, yes. especially since she feels like it's like a, a bad, bad omen. omen. I feel like you have to trust your gut. Like, yeah. but I, I wouldn't. Ooh, that creeps me out. Like, that's a big deal. Fire, like fire. Yeah, that's. I mean, big it can warning. be very cleansing. You know, like the True. rising of the phoenix from the ashes, but you also could like lose everything. So it's it's very. Lauren has to figure that one out on her own. Yeah, it's got be, a little bit of both sides of it. Like, yeah. what, is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. But could that's be either uh, one. tough. Yeah, Thanks for yeah. sharing that with yes. us, Lauren. So I have another short and sweet one. And this is from Brett in Dubuque. Hey, are we mentioning this is your brother or not? <laughs> okay, it's my brother. But that's okay. <laughs> I was dating Ronda Rousey. I know. Okay, I don't you know have to give say. me some who's Ronda okay, Rousey. I was going to say, I'm going to have to explain this. She was one of the best female MMA fighters. Okay. But oh, now, now it she, sounds familiar. Sure. Now she is a professional wrestler. Okay. So, and she's kind of taken on the Roddy Roddy Piper kind of look. I mean, again, that's a reference that people don't really need to know. But <laughs> some she, do, some don't. Some do, some don't. So he was dating her. Okay. And we were all at a football party at my uncle's house watching TV on the couch. I was getting so mad because she wanted to cuddle and I didn't. 
<laughs> I, I like Rhonda from MMA days and now wrestling. So I didn't know why this would have made me angry. Oh, and that's it. She, he's like, ladies, give me some like, rooms. To I off. mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe was it because either it was in the middle of a family party? <laughs> so maybe yeah. it was a little weird. Or maybe it's because she like, the timing was such right. a, she's such a badass too. like, I, and I could be wrong, you know, I don't know all the information. But I know when she was in MMA, she was like, at least for a great, great deal of time undefeated. And not only that, mm. like, she would end a fight, like, in a minute. Like, so I Badass. so maybe he was afraid. So maybe, maybe he was afraid. Like, maybe he's like, like uh, she's gonna put me in a sleeper hold. If I don't he's like, maybe he's she's gonna Hello. do like an arm bar, or maybe I'll do something wrong. And then she'll kick my ass. I don't know. But who knows? Who knows? With Good these one. Dreams. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Thanks always. So this next catnip comes from Jordan, and this is more like a dream story. Okay. okay. So I unintentionally lucid dreamed last night, and it was honestly so scary. That has to be really scary to have a lucid dream when you're not expecting it, and maybe she's never had one. That's yeah, that's intense. First time. Yeah. She says, I'm 37 weeks pregnant. Oh, And boy. so she's almost there. Good job, Mama. Uh, <laughs> so, so my sleep schedule is garbage at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I rarely fallen into a deep enough sleep to dream at all. I watched a video yesterday about mirrors, portals, and inviting dark things into your world. Oh, shit. It was interesting. It didn't necessarily scare me because I have heard about it before. So in my dream, oh, no. I'm in a waxing parlor. <laughs> the waiting room. However, it was my grandmother's living room. <laughs> I was with my husband and I noticed there were many mirrors facing one another in the stream, which made me feel really uneasy. Yeah, especially if it's waxing and, you know. I mean, that's already you uncomfortable. You don't need to see everything from every angle. No. <laughs> good point. I didn't even think of it from that direction, no. but that's good. I looked at my husband and said something along the lines of, I was just hearing something about mirrors, and that's when it hit me. I was just watching a video in my room in my house, and that was my last memory before falling asleep. My husband didn't really react, and the lady came in and got me. She took me down a long hall and said, your room is ready. In the room, there are more mirrors. I looked into one and saw a figure behind me. I told the lady, I think I'm supposed to be asleep. And then I started explaining the video and the mirrors. She looked shocked, and her eyes got big and she literally ran out of the room as if i figured something out and i went Whoa. to follow her and i woke up <gasps> jordan says that was the first for me and i don't think i ever want to do that lucid dreaming again oh my god that is terrifying like you said first time and yeah, someone's and like mirrors. standing behind you in a mirror like that's super creepy like, like you found oh. out you're dreaming and then like and then ugh. like she could tell something was wrong and the lady was like she figured it out like it was something dark happening not good anyway oh, i thought that was jordan thank you jordan. And, um good Crazy. luck future mama well you're a mama yes. already but coming soon to meet the world yay please let, let us, us know yeah Just let us know what you have tell us what what your baby is so we've got another catnap from Shell, and this is interesting because it's a first dream memory. I think these are always interesting. Oh, yes. Thank you for sending that in because mm -hmm. we talked about how like usually you're like younger, like first, second grade, five to seven. <laughs> yeah, it was only one of our early episodes. So if you want to hear about first dream memories, go back. Uh, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can yeah. listen to that episode. I dreamed of a small white character similar to <laughs> The Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> it sounds delicious. They were always running around my room and under my bed. <laughs> I was mesmerized by them, but also felt some fear trying to Ooh. equate the strangeness to reality. Wow. Very, very aware at seven yes. or eight. But, but I mean, yeah. we found that in a lot of first dreams. Like, they're usually terror dreams. Yeah. And that... I mean, at first sounds good, but if you think of a bunch of little ones running around, <laughs> little yeah, marshmallow men, kind of, kind of scary. These characters eventually taught me <laughs> to run fast, almost oh. as if flying near the ground, but only in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Not in real life. You couldn't really fly in real life, <laughs> no, but, but in your wow. dreams, wow. 
I wonder if he if um, this became like a career or maybe a track and field star. <laughs> like <laughs> right? to run so fast. fast. Just and could you imagine the training? Like I see them on a track, <laughs> like running, running, <laughs> and they're all like pushing, pushing, and they're all around and encouraging, go, Shell, go, 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 Shell, go. <laughs> Yes. And she oh. and Shell always wins. Always comes in first place. In I, I think so. Gold medal for Shell. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> <That's> sharing. <good. laughs> that was funny. It's good. I have so many visuals in my head right now. <laughs> that was fun. Okay. All right. I, I've got one left. This oh, yeah. next dream comes yes. from Jen from North Carolina. Okay, Jen. The title of this dream is Reoccurring Frustrating Travel Dreams. Ooh, ah. Quite familiar with this topic. (laughs) So Jen says, I have this reoccurring dream pretty regularly, and the situation is always the same with a few details being different. The reoccurring dream in general. I travel to visit my mom and siblings. And then she says, in real life, we live in different states, and I travel to them quite frequently. I stay at my mom's house, and when it's time for me to fly out, I have problems getting ready, packing, getting to the airport, navigating the airport, and I get no assistance from my family, and I never make my flight. God damn it. I've had this dream at least a dozen times and can remember several quite vividly. So, and then she goes on, about me for context. Prior to COVID-19, I traveled very frequently for work for 10 years. Okay. I'm a frequent flyer, often international. Travel does not stress me out, IRL, in real life. I think that's what's most frustrating to me in these dreams. I think these dreams have stopped since COVID-19 hit and the travel has stopped. Now that travel is picking back up, I'm irritated they may come back. I bet they will. Things that vary in these dreams. So she's got three things that vary. So they're okay. it's like all the same dream, but like three things will be different. Okay. Typically. Number one, my mom's house is never the same. It's always a different house with different problems. For example, sometimes there's only one bathroom and I need to wait to for my siblings to get out of the bathroom for me to get ready. That is the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> right? Oh my God, no. <laughs> my no room thanks. is never the same, so my luggage and my belongings are harder to find. Oh. One house actually like shape shifted, so the, move, oh. the rooms moved about. So that's one thing that changes. Wow, okay. The one thing that is consistent is that no one at my mom's house will help me find my belongings, or do anything to help me. That's not very nice. Rude. It's very rude. rude. (laughs) Okay. So the number two thing. My siblings' ages vary. In real life, they're all adults. But in these dreams, sometimes they're very young or teens. Sometimes the age gaps vary. But I'm always the same age in real life. I'm the oldest of the four. Okay. Number three. I'm never traveling out of the same airport. In real life, I've always flown out of the same airport when visiting family. So each time I get to the airport, something is different and creates challenges to me getting to my plane on time. Finding the airport, parking, finding the gate for baggage drop, leaving my luggage in a rental. Anything that can go wrong in these dreams does. Oh, my God. Finally, she says, one additional detail I've realized as I'm writing this down while I'm staying at my mom's house is I do not recall my mom being in any of these dreams, although it's her house. Weird. I know. It's such a great dream story. Oh, that's so interesting. Thank Hmm. you, Jen, for sending that in because these are the things I love, like the whole behind the scenes, like give me your real life along with the the dream that you're having. So that's I love how it like kind of mirrors her real life, but still a dream. Yes. And that could just be so stressful. Yeah. Maybe as stressful as buying an air fryer. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But like just not being able to like get to your, even though it's like something you do routinely in your real life, like she said, up until like COVID-19 and all the travel restrictions, that is something that was like so routine. Routine for her. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. Like you just go to the airport and this is the same airport and this is what I go to do and that and that and everything's all planned. And then, but in her dreams, it's a way like stress is like filtering into that. 
It's yeah, it's interesting because she's not stressed in real life. She's right. stressed in the dream. It's like such a role reversal. Usually, mm-hmm. like your stress comes out in your dreams, but she seems just totally fine in real life. But the stress is in the dream. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So interesting. And you never know what's going to happen when you travel. And every airport's di- every and- airport's different. Oh my god! <laughs> and especially she said internationally because ugh, can be a real nightmare. <laughs> Situation. It can, but I, so Brooke just got back from her trip to the Maldives and I want to get into that. But before okay. we do, okay. if you're enjoying this podcast, we would love for you to support our show. Please. You could do that by going to revelations.com slash support. You can follow us on your favorite podcast player. Actually, you know, there's a little button there. If you look at, down at your phone right now, it says <laughs> follow, hit that. That helps okay. us. Thank you. Right now. You can follow us on Instagram. But I really want to give a shout out to our Patreon members. Ah, So thank you to our newest Patreon supporter, Kelly from New South Wales. Thank you for joining our sleepover squad. We love Australia. And of course, thank you to Michelle, who is our OG supporter. Number one. (laughs) She's number one. She was in our live chat a few few weeks ago. So that was fun. You want to see the live show? Gotta subscribe, be a Patreon member. If you want more content, that's how you get it. If you just cannot get enough of these dreams, go ahead and go to revelations.com slash support. Join our Patreon and you get extra dreams. So we're going to put another one up this week. So if you need a little bit extra, go (laughs) join our Patreon. And you also can get Revelations Bestie OG t-shirt. One of a kind. Um, If you're one of our first 25 Patreon members to join, you can get an original Besties t-shirt. We're only making 25 of them, and you will be amazingly cool. Super, super duper cool. <laughs> so, but thank you again to Kelly, Michelle. Thank you for supporting our podcast. Yes. Thank you, ladies. Okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of weird travel dreams, <gasps> oh, let's talk about your trip because I know I'm dying to hear about it. And we, we met up this week to um, – to have lunch but um that's we its did own not, story that's its own story we'll have to say that one for next week okay um but we promised each other we would not talk about your trip until we got on the podcast so it was really hard seeing you like I in know. person because we don't get to see each other in person live and like being like oh and we're like no nope. i can't tell you oh no can't <laughs> so let me ask you this yes what is the thing that you loved most about your trip oh everything about the actual trip was magical. Um, Mm -hmm. My favorite thing was our last day when we had a villa out over the water. And you guys, the water was so warm and (laughs) so clear. And I had snorkeled most of the trip. And it was it was beautiful. And you brought your own snorkel mask. You had a whole new set. I did. It was pink. It was on the live the live show. It was on the live show. (laughs) I mean, it was beautiful no matter where I went. But the last day and our last morning, I've never experienced a snorkeling experience like that like you would there was just a coral reef and it was right there and you would swim over it and see amazing things but then at the end there was this drop off like 50 feet oh wow you could see like if you can tell you know like when you look at different colors in the water you know like it's clear Uh turquoise and then it becomes this deep blue Uh that's where the drop off is and that's where all the fish were. And it was like, I would just swim back and forth, back and forth, because it was surreal being like, okay, I could actually like stand up here. And yeah. then it's 50 foot down. Oh, wow. And the things I saw was just spectacular. And it took me to the last day. But I did see my first two sharks live you in did. the water. Ooh. Oh, God, I'd be running. What? what? I, okay, no. well, I how big thought... were how, how big were these sharks? Let's start with that. Because no, um, so I'm for... looking terrified right now. I'm like, no, mm. okay, but <laughs> I don't think they were babies, especially one of them. Um, <laughs> I know. So I thought... I'm not in that water. I'm sorry. I thought I would be absolutely terrified if I ever saw a shark, mm-hmm. but... Honestly, the first one I saw was a black tip reef shark, and I would say he was wow. about two to three feet long, so not a okay. huge, not well, a big boy. Still could bite off a limb. Oh, they can do some damage, but I actually followed him. Like I thought I would be running for the hills. You were I mean, insane, or running for the villa. I guess there aren't hills, <laughs> but <laughs> I thought for island. sure I would be like, "Holy shit, I got to get back." 
to not being in no. the water. But I was no. so excited. And I didn't tell my friends because my one friend was like super terrified of sharks. Like, Hold up. How many that- Mai Tais did you have before you followed Zero. a shark? Zero. What? Can you believe this was at about six in the morning? Wow. And that also surprised me because we wanted to get up early because it was our last day. We mm-hmm. wanted to you have as enjoy much it time. And I said, I don't want to swim this early because, you know, I know like dawn and dusk are very diff- cha- or dangerous times to be in the water because that's when a lot of sharks feed. Just like deer. Just, just like, like dawn deer. and dusk, they'll run you out know, in front of your car and it's fuck it very up. dangerous. Also very dangerous. Mm-hmm. But so, I can't. I can't believe. Like I still have to look through my footage. I took a lot of underwater video, and I mm-hmm. can't wait to go through it. Um, but I was so excited, and then so I swam back out to like the ridge. And I was going back and forth, back and forth. At this time, it was just me and one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just like swimming. She wasn't snorkeling. And I, you can hear me like through my snorkel going, ooh, ah, <laughs> like the video. It's like, I was just so, I was in heaven. And then all of a sudden, like you see my camera and it doesn't catch it, but you see my camera like quickly scanning. Mm-hmm. And then I surface and I go, hey, there's something really big out there. I think we should swim back. (laughs) She's just like, okay. And like, I thought I'd be terrified and be like panicking, but it was just like a calm swim back. But this was a big boy. And if I had a guess, I would say it was a bull shark because in that area, like, Tiger sharks and bull sharks are very tropical, but tiger Mm -hmm. sharks can be super long, like up to 18 feet. This one had more girth to it, like around maybe 10 feet. But Jesus, big boy. But the thing that was so spooky about it was that he was like, I call it the blue abyss, like where that drop off was, Uh because it was like nothing but blue. And you would see fish come out of it, but you didn't know where they were coming from and like to see this huge like shadow Mm. going by but i i wasn't scared and bull sharks are one of the most dangerous sharks to be around i don't know how you did that very dangerous and so we swim back just because i thought that was the smart thing to to go (laughs) then our friend woke up and was like do you want to go back out i'm like yeah and i thought in a million years if i ever saw a shark i would never go back in that water but Again, it was just so magical. Like it all was, those years of watching Shark Week finally paid I know, off. Oh, they did. <laughs> and like it was, I wasn't scared. I was like, wow. okay, this guy has been, this is a resort. This mm-hmm. guy's probably been cruising this area for years and years. And this is just his territory. <sighs> and I, I wasn't scared. And then, so we snorkeled a bit and I came back and then, um, she and my other friend went back out later. I was I was kind of sitting on the deck of the villa. And she comes back and she goes, Brooke, I saw something big out there. I'm like, I know. She's like, no. No, I saw something big out there. I'm like, I know. I saw it too. What did you and name she, him? I didn't name him. You should. Um, what what I was should, I think of a name right now? What oh, should we name? Jolly. <laughs> I don't know why because it made me so happy. Jolly. Jolly the <laughs> shark. It makes Jolly it less scary if his name yeah, is maybe, Jolly. Maybe. Watch out. Jolly's coming to shore. Okay. Oh, Jolly. Okay. He's he can here. bite my, my, bite like my limbs off, shark. but no, no problem. <laughs> but it was just so funny because she's like, no, really? I'm like, yeah, I know. I saw it too. She's like, I didn't say anything to Joy when we were out there. I'm like, yeah, you know, I said something to her like we should probably swim back. But so I felt... I felt, you know, like, okay, I wasn't just imagining anything like he was Mm. legit out there. But again, so surprised that I wasn't scared, like not even a little bit. It was like the other experiences I was having were just so amazing that it it didn't matter. I didn't feel unsafe. I just felt happy. And I loved the pictures you sent me. We're going to pull a few yes. so we can share them. Still going through them, and I can't wait to go through the videos. So we'll definitely, oh, definitely. And I, you saw um, stingrays. You sent me some videos of stingrays. I did. One was right on the shore. I couldn't believe it. I was just ecstatic. I was like, oh, my God. And then I, I did see two other stingrays. And then also the last day where I saw the reef shark, huge manta ray huge coming out of again the blue abyss i have no other way to describe (laughs) it but the blue abyss and i got i did see him on some video footage so i know i got him for sure but and i know my favorite video you sent me was (laughs) 
Brooke doing the shimmy at the bar. While making the shimmy a drink. in the Maldives. So we'll definitely shimmy, put that one up. Yeah, a shimmy while making a drink behind the bar because Perfect. of course, of course I made friends and of course, of course I was like, let me and they gave me the shaker and as you're shaking, the natural thing shake you do it. is you gotta shake it and you gotta shimmy. <laughs> but there is a funny picture because my friend took a picture when I actually took a sip of the drink I made. Oh, wasn't that good? <laughs> it was strong. Well, it was strong well, because, well. of course, I'm telling the guy, I'm like, no, let's not use this little jigger. Let's get the big jigger out. And he's like, okay, well, that's going to be strong. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm, yeah, that's what we're doing. The picture's pretty good. Good. Yes. Please let me uh, give that yes. to me so we can put it up on social. <laughs> it was good. Um, so that, those were the highlights of your trip. Um, hmm. Shall we talk yeah. about the lowlights of travel? <laughs> Yes, and this is the stressful part. So I feel you when you say you're stressed out in your travel dreams. Everything should the the trip there was easy peasy, just fine. So you're thinking, you got okay, there, your luggage arrived, everything was great. For once in my life, my luggage arrived. It was great. Being okay, I'm supposed to pick Brooke up from the airport, and so I'm yes. I'm checking her flight. I'm like checking social media because I see um our her friend uh, Joy's. Or you might have commented like, hey, we're on the uh, ferry. You had to take like, a boat from the resort to I, the airport. Yep. So mm-hmm. you guys made it on that. I'm like, cool. And so she should be on a flight from the Maldives <laughs> to Abu Dhabi. Should and be. And then from Abu Dhabi home. So she right. were supposed to get in on Friday. Friday. A yes. Friday at 4.20. So I'm like, great. I'm going to be Perfect. at the airport. I'm ready for her. Right. But then I start getting these texts from you that are half texts. Like, so <laughs> I'm not getting every single text. It was literally, Okay. <laughs> Need new flight. What? Can't? Uh, it was like completely <laughs> random. I was like, you need a new flight? Like, what's Let's going on? Let's just say the Wi-Fi wasn't great, you know, in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Shocking. Not so good. Not and so, so good. And so finally we switched to Facebook Messenger, which I yeah, think was a little, seemed, best, a little that better. That seemed to work a little better. But it was still, even in the airport, like for five minutes I'd have Wi-Fi and then it would go out. So it was very inconsistent. So, so all I knew at this point is Brooke was not on a flight on the way home. So what <laughs> the hell happened? Okay. So let's start from the beginning. We needed, not on the way here, you didn't need a COVID test, you didn't require it for Abu Dhabi or Male, but on the to come back to the US, you did. Okay. But it had to be within 24 hours of your return trip. And since we are like a day ahead, we're, we're trying to be smart and thinking, right. well, we have a 12-hour layover in Abu Dhabi, we better do it there, because sure. then we'll be in the window of the 24 hours. Makes sense. So we go to check in and... It's hot as a motherfucker and humid hot. Like you're just (laughs) dripping sweat the whole time. The airport is just so stuffy and we're going through security line and then we're waiting in the line to check in. And they're like, you need your COVID test. And we're like, yeah, we're getting in Abu Dhabi. And they're like, no, you have to get it now. We're like, no, we're getting in Abu Dhabi. There's not a requirement to get in Abu Dhabi. And then we have to have it in 24 hours. From Abu Dhabi to the US. Yeah. And- you know, there's a language barrier as is, but yes. these particular women were nasty. I don't know what was up their butt, but their they were travel just, cunts. They were travel cunts, and I hate that. Um, but she's like, since your final destination is the U.S., you have to have it before we can check you in. I'm like, Weird. we just need to get to Abu Dhabi. Like, let us like, on and you this flight. Specifically, state that properly in. Any sort of documentation. Right. It was not clear at all because we needed it to get to the U.S., not to Abu Dhabi. You know, right. it was just – but they she, they were just and it was a 12-hour layover. It's not like your planes landed and refueled and then went to the U.S. No, no, no. You we had, landed. We, you had we, 12 hours. hours. That's and why then we you flew. doing it. Like, there was sense. no way that was 24 hours got if it. we got it yeah, no. at the airport. Right. But, you know – that's what happened. And I said, well, do you have a testing site here at the airport? Yeah, we do. So we're again sprinting through this hot ass <laughs> airport with all our luggage. All four of us get tested. Is but there no air conditioning in this airport? There, I guess you could yeah. say in quotes, air conditioning. <laughs> okay. It did not feel like it. And in some yeah. parts there was not. It was like an open air airport, you know, where you have to like take a shuttle from yeah. the plane to the terminal. And so we all got our tests and we're just standing at the counter waiting, waiting. And they're saying, well, we're running out of time. We're about to close check-in. And we're like, well, we're waiting for our results. He said he'd run them right here. And all of a sudden the sign goes, 
check-in closed and we're like mm. and then like three minutes later he comes up running with the test results <gasps> no. all negative and he was so nice he was trying he was oh. trying so hard but they wouldn't let us on the flight and it was like what the fuck are we gonna do now like we're not at the resort anymore right. like we're just on the main island which is not a pretty that, place yeah not and it's not nice. a lot of flights come in and out no of there one flight a day, day on that one airline flight a day on that One. airline that we were. Okay. So we had to get a hotel on this main island, and getting there was terrifying. <laughs> so long story short, the three other girls were flying into D.C., but I was flying into Chicago, and somehow they needed proof from the airport that we weren't a no-show, that we actually were there to check in, and they wouldn't let us on the flight. And that was submitted, and they all got on the next flight, luckily, even though it was pretty much packed. But for some reason, they didn't <laughs> apply it to my confirmation number, even though we were all there at the same time, all going through it. So it was all day, okay. and we were probably at the airport, I don't know, for like 10 hours trying to get it figured out. Yikes. But my friend was the only one who had international phone service, so of course, oh. all of the pressure fell on her yeah yeah and this airport didn't have ticket counters it was like you just checked in and you got on your flight so we Weird. couldn't talk to anyone from the airline there's like no one there no there's no it's one insane. no one to help us and so she's on the phone with them constantly and every time it's a different representative there's a huge language barrier mm -hmm. and the calls keep dropping god bless joy she was on the phone constantly and the stress was really building up because they're on the flight they're getting yeah, to they're Abu gone. Dhabi. And I'm like, I can't stay here by myself. Like, it's not a technically female friendly, you know, environment there to be you. by myself. Sure. And so it literally came down, I'm not even joking, to like the last possible minute where she gets off the phone and she's like, it went through. And I go to the window to check in. And like, I got on that last flight and it was like okay. literally running to get on the plane. And I was just like, I don't care. And I was in the middle, middle, middle middle seat like <laughs> three seats an aisle three seats an aisle three seats yeah. i was in the middle three middle. in the middle i'm like i don't care i don't care no, you can't i'm getting to abu dhabi and so it ended up once i got to abu dhabi the pressure was off but it was like two days of the most stressful experience wow. of my life i held it together until the last day and then i started bawling in the airport <laughs> it was like it was so hot i was so oh tired i didn't know and i'm getting like every other text so <laughs> i'm going i'm like here's the here's the phone number to the us consulate here's know, the number so to the us sweet. embassy i'm like what do you need i can't help you i just like what I do you know, want it was so sweet and the reason like we just needed to get on this plane because we had already paid for this flight. Yes. So I was about literally five minutes away from just paying like $2,000 and getting Yikes. on the next flight out of there. But Ugh, honestly, our trip was such a good deal. It was like $690 round trip. So to yeah. pay $2,000 for just one way yeah, home. Not, like, good. not a good deal. But I was so ready. But speaking of Mindy getting <laughs> some texts, random texts or messages <laughs> from me, when I finally landed. Oh, okay. <laughs> let me let me say this. So this was the weekend that was my sister's 50th birthday party. So Mark and I are out of town. Right. So it was un unfortunate time. Very unfortunate. I'm yeah. we know we don't go out of town that often. We're usually home. And so <laughs> her flight's supposed to land Friday at 4:20 and said it's mm -hmm. landing Saturday at 4:20 and we're we're gone. We're back actually in Brooks hometown. Yes. <laughs> so and random. So uh, odd. And so uh, we had moved your car. Yeah, my a car times was at Mindy's week. house. It was parked yes. at Mindy's house. So we had moved your car a couple times. We moved to the driveway, moved to the street, depending on like, you know, we tried to keep it in the driveway if we could. Yeah. And so I go to move it back out to the street before we leave. And the motherfucker won't start. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. And like, we're literally, we're like 10 minutes because the party started <laughs> at three. We needed to leave by noon. And it's like 1145. And I'm like, her car's not starting. And, Brooke, and Mark's like, what? I'm like, her car's not starting. <laughs> So I pop a neutral, we back it down the driveway, we push oh it in the God. street, and then I park my minivan in front of your car, and we sit there and try to jump your car, because I'm like, above and beyond, above and beyond. The last thing poor Brooke needs after <laughs> spending an extra day <laughs> where she didn't need to stay. Like, I'm like 48 hours without sleep at this point. I'm like, I don't want this poor girl coming back to her car, and it doesn't start, and she can't get home. And as much as we tried, we could not get your car jumped, and I go... 
This is not the text you want to see when you land. <laughs> I was going to read it, but that's exactly okay. Go, what, go for it. Go for it. it. Let me Please. find it. It's in Messenger. Okay. I felt so <laughs> bad. I felt pretty, so bad sending this. No, it's pretty much what it was. In all caps, this is not the text <laughs> you want to see when you land, but we cannot get your car to start. It was working earlier this week. I went to move it, blah, blah, blah. So you know the rest of it. It didn't yeah. start. No. So I finally arrive into Chicago after, again, some of the most, two of the most stressful, stressful days of my life, thinking I was going to be randomly stuck in this country by myself. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And so I'm like, here's my car keys. You have our house. Stay at our house for a day. Like, here's every, eat our food. Whatever you need for my house, please take so it. so hard. Like, as you did everything you possibly could. And that's why I love you. Thank you. But I, I got so my bad. I got my luggage and it arrived. So I was like, score. Okay, that's one yes. point for Brooke, even though I'm negative 50 at this point. <laughs> um, so I get a cab out to her house and I'm talking to the cab driver and I'm kind of explaining. He was so nice. And I was like, oh my God, my car won't start. He's like, well, I'll try to help you when we get there. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, I'll try. And he had like jumper cables. Yeah. Well, I had jumper cables in my trunk. Oh, okay. But so I was like, you are really because I don't have like AAA or anything, which yeah. is probably stupid. <laughs> so we pull up and or first I land in a blizzard, forgot to mention oh, that it's, it's April yeah, it's snowing again. It's Chicago, April and April. it's snowing. And I was like, that can't be snow. <laughs> so he pull, drops me off at Mindy's house and I she left a key for me. So I ran in. Um, to get my keys to my car, mm -hmm. and he's already scraping the snow off my car. <laughs> me, like so, so nice. So we've got like nest cams in our house, and all of a sudden I'm like watching Did you it. See it all? <laughs> I saw it all. <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like watching. I'm like this sweet guy is like brushing her car off. I know. Snow. Like there's no he reason he had to do it. it was so very sweet. Very no, sweet. he did not. And it's like a cab driver in Chicago. You know, going out to the suburbs, he was probably like, okay, well, it'll probably be a lot of big money but like I don't want to do this and he was just so above and beyond and he somehow jumped it just jumped Gotta it and go. started and I was like oh my god oh my god so I just <laughs> did you hug him I did you did, <laughs> I did. <laughs> of course it's me you know I did I but of course I knew that's why I called it out I went in for a hug and then I stopped and I said can I hug you and he's like yeah I'm like <laughs> gave him the biggest hug and so I just that's all I thought. I was like, I'm just drop. I just Aww. put the key back and I didn't think of no, anything else. Bye. I'm like, it's starting. I just need to drive home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then he followed me all the way to the interstate to make sure I didn't stall. And he's like, you have a full tank of gas. I'm like, yeah, I filled up oh. when I got here. Like so Cute. sweet, like so wow, above and beyond. It. So one extra stress. But then I thought I was going to die at that point. But then he started it. And I was like, this that's is true, genuine good awesome. people in the world. Yeah. And it made me, well, it didn't make me forget, but it made me forget a little about the rest of the journey. Oh, good. That was just an amazing human being, and yeah. I can't thank him enough. So I made it home. Thanks, random cab driver from O'Hare. Thanks, Rando. Thanks, Rando. <laughs> and thanks, you. Mindy, for doing your best because you were on <laughs> top so of bad. it. You I were so trying like, to I get me to the anything. embassy. <laughs> I was trying to get like embassy number. I'm like, I don't know what I to do. Like, I had family doing? members involved too. Like my cousin Hillary, like used to work in Dubai, and she's like, if you can get to Abu Dhabi. I can work with the company and get you home from Abu Dhabi. Like yeah. everyone was trying. Like yes, I had such hilarious. support and oh, I can't good. thank everyone enough. But it was like I made and it home. Made it. And you I had did. a good experience. And you saw sharks. I saw sharks. Oh, and one last thing. So our yes, last night, please. we wanted to watch, of course, the sunset from the villa. But you had to be out in the water a little bit. So like water is my happy place anyway. So I got to watch the, the most amazing sunset. Being in the water, and I'm not even joking, everyone laughed. There were dolphins like oh jumping in the back. And I just started to just cry. Start, just, just start the music now. Just started to cry. I'm like, how is this real? Oh. How am I experiencing this? So, like, even though the trip back was hellacious, like that, even that one night made up for anything I went through. It was Fantastic. just and now that fabulous. You can always look back at it more fondly once you get back home. Oh, you sure do. And the further out you get, the better the better, the better you remember it. But like I said, the rest of the trip was so spectacular that I could live with that. Well, we're glad to have you back. 
Yay. I'm back. And I'm glad I got to share some of it with you. And I'll get pictures and videos up as soon as I can. Well, thank you for sharing your vacation story, nightmare story, fun time <laughs> nightmare story. And thank you for doing as much as you could to try to help me. <laughs> if you love this podcast, please make sure to tell your bestie about it. Tell them that we're amazing. No, that's weird. Oh, but it's true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if, if you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to tell a bestie about the show. You can also tell a shark. <gasps> mm-hmm. You can tell a rando sales lady at the department store, or you can tell your favorite airline employee about this <laughs> podcast or your favorite cab driver who Brooke really loves. Ugh. Please let them know the sh- about the show. That's how we grow. That's how we keep doing episode after episode every week for you guys. So please take a moment to do that. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Well, I'm hungry and it's lunch time. So I know. Me too. <laughs> I'm going to take off. But I hope everyone has a wonderful and fabulous spring celebration, whether it's Easter or Passover, whatever you're celebrating this weekend. Enjoy it. We can't wait to be back again next week with more dreams from our bestest, bestest people, our listeners. And we can't read to read more. So until then, sweet Sweet dreams, bitches. bitches.